Looks like it's recording. Welcome to another episode of Two Whites in the Blue. My name is Joy. I'm here with my co-hosts, Will and Mike. It's good to see you both. Boys, in the spirit of tradition, uh, in these trying times, let's talk about... <laughs> that was a good, good, nice drink there, Mike. I, that was excellent. I think that got on camera. What did you guys spend your money on last week? <laughs> you want me to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Wait, do you have an answer? Because I have nothing. So <laughs> that's my answer. You didn't spend any. I didn't spend a whole lot either. I had an Amazon order with like some. I bought I bought a book and then a couple other things. But honestly, I probably spent maybe fifty dollars total again this week. It's very low. Um, thinking about getting more into options trading. Not really what I'm spent my money on, Bad but idea. I'm gonna be spending my money on it pretty soon. Um, my buddy's learning to code and he wants to learn how to code his own like, um, computer. What the, I don't even know what the fuck you call it. Raspberry uh, Pis? Uh, no, it's just like a, you program it and it basically makes trades for a you. A trading so, bot. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's a mistake, so man. Like, Isn't that dangerous? You that's a mistake. Wanna... You can't do trading yeah, bots unless you have a Bloomberg terminal. Is your buddy going to pay the Bloomberg fee? Because if you don't, you're going to mean? 50... Because all the all the uh, stock info you get is 15 minutes delayed, unless you pay for the terminal. So if you don't have the terminal, by the time your bot executes the trade, the condition. Oh yeah, no kidding. No, you no. Um, if you if you use Quest Trade, it's not 15 minutes delayed. I don't know if they use the Bloomberg terminal or not, but um, yeah, uh, you can get data like as like real real time data. You might on Quest you Trade. might want to check that out because. Every other platform, including like the big banks, TD, I know Wellsimple does it too. Nothing is up to date. It's always 15 minutes delayed. It's 15 minutes across every platform. I almost guaranteed because you, you say get quote now and it gets you that quote. If you right buy, now. if you buy for sure. But if you're like trying to execute a trade based on their numbers, like the, the numbers they give you for your account, for example, it won't do it. So I don't know. Maybe, oh, maybe the trading thing would be a little different. I'm not sure, but. It sounds yeah, the trading because it, it's basically basically he's he's like taking a course right now and try to learn how to do it, and it's just like it, it's basically all based strictly on like uh, the chart. It's not nothing to do with fundamentals and shit, obviously. So, anyways, I haven't bought anything yet, but I probably will buy. I don't know. I don't want to commit, but I think I might buy a coding course to go with his. So he's he's doing one right now, and he he sent me the link to do it. It's like thirty bucks off that Udemy. Yeah, you is good. Yeah, so I might do that, but I really don't want to commit. I've been thinking about doing some kind of coding stuff because I think I'll I'm in like an acting position right now that ends uh, Wednesday, so I, I think I'm gonna have some more free time. I may jump into that like so, yeah, some other yeah. skill, regardless of what it is. I'm gonna put some time. I'll have some time to dedicate to some other stuff. So I'm I looking think this is a that. Python course. It's like I think it's like 18, 20 hours or something, and it's like. 50 bucks or less than 50 bucks. So I, don't know. I, might, I might give it a go, but I'm really not. Anyways, so that's a certificate out of it. You hang on I doubt it. You can put it in the wall behind you. So you got the two doom and then code. <laughs> the, <tip of> kit. <laughs> the Python course coder, a little snake on it. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're controlling nuclear fucking. I <laughs> It was so easy. Even you can do it. <laughs> When are you going to be on an ITT tech commercial, Will? Are you, uh, are you there? <laughs> yeah, when are you going to be on a, uh, a bus stop billboard? Daytime television, the, Everest, bus stop. You got, a, you, got a, you got a good smile. You got good, perfect teeth. You could be one of those fucking 
Smilers, I took one coding course. Look at me. That Mohawk guy on yeah, the yeah. fucking stops <laughs> in Hamilton has about a trillion bracelets on. Like he's got more bracelets than he's ever done lines of code. <laughs> why? Why are coders on bus stops? I haven't seen. I, I don't know if he's actually. You just look. It's just like Mohawk student, and then it's like I don't know. They're always just doing something that has it's nothing a model. to do. It's, it's a model. It's so it's so handsome. bullshit. You like okay? So having having gone there, and then what I what I did, and then I what I saw in the commercials and shit. Not the same. Not the same. First of all, every student in those commercials, they're always smiling and laughing, and they have good relationships with their professors. And then you <laughs> and go there and do it. Business casual. Why do they dress business casual in yeah. all these billboards? In like in like a, in a life. trade school. Yeah. In a trade, I was like, what the fuck? All right. And then yeah, because like I don't remember smiling ever. Actually, I was always pissed. Was pissed yeah. and sweating always, in eh? school. Pretty There's weird. a lot less camo in those ads than there is in the real in real yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. And way more lift kits. Lift <laughs> kits. Man, there was like a fuck. Like if you go, if you go to Mohawk, if you went to I drive by Mohawk on the way home from uh, Wayside Fennel. Board Fennel. Go to Stony yeah. Creek campus. Oh, that's fuck, the trade really? school. That's the technical. Oh, the technical Dude, branch. I knew. I knew a kid that went to Mohawk, and he financed the lift kit for his truck. Finance his truck, finance his lift kit also. Strong choice. I don't, I mean, I don't, it's it's so dumb. And I guarantee you in his head, well, maybe not. Maybe not in his head he doesn't think. Maybe he thinks it's the best fucking investment he ever made. (laughs) But like a a lift, if you have a lift, you have to fucking be using that truck. If you just have a lift kit, I'm gonna be so fucking on you. If you don't, if you don't take it mudding or something like that, a lot of the lift kits you can't even take mudding. They're li- they're strictly pavement princesses where you can't eat. Like it makes it worse. It makes it higher, but it makes it the suspension work like way yeah. worse. What like I what's, think the that's true. what's the well, logic? What's the logic? Why do people want it? Just to look. It looks good. Yeah. Good thing it looks thick. You look fucking badass. I mean, look. Like I want to get the windows tinted on my car, right? Like that's. that's it, that's worth it. That's worth it. If, like either way, either way, in my head, it's like yeah, because it looks way better. But then I, in a conversation, I can disguise it and be like, oh, I just really like my privacy. What's the, yeah. what's the alternate answer for a lift kit? Do you think that like the way it looks? Is there is there even one occurrence in the history of the planet? Okay, so just to give you an idea how long that was, we got we got dinosaurs, the Sphinx. It's only uh, like two thousand years. Allegedly, years allegedly, Jesus Christ. Uh, the medieval times, the Renaissance, Enlightenment, and now this. Do you think in how many to- how many like times over these five eras has a woman said to themselves like, you know what, I wasn't going to give this guy a shot, but this lift kit, you know, I think I might, I might. Panties <laughs> are soaking, <laughs> soaking. I bet it's honestly happened before. It's definitely not worth the like, right kind of shit. No fucking way. Are you for kidding sure, me? For sure. A hundred percent. It's yeah. that type of chick though. Like wow. see, lo- it's, it's the lot lizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking thank you. That's fucking thank you. Place. Fucking thank you. Well, was that from a, uh, that was a Nick text, right? I'm pretty sure lot lizards. I don't it's even all, know. I've, that I've, I've used that term before Nick, too. Nick sent me a text a little yeah. while. Yeah. Lot lizards in it. But anyway, I digress. It's a truck stop shop. Or uh, Mike, sorry, what did you spend your money on? Uh, nothing. Zero things. I didn't buy anything. That's it? That's the end yeah, of the Yeah, I don't have an answer. I wish I did, man. Like, okay. No, I've been it's pr- good that you didn't. Well, that's good, I, Yeah, like, I've been just doing Well, I bought my, and whatever. I put the fucking money away into that well-simple yeah. shit for you. Very good. 
I've made some money on that, like so far, like in in the short period, like because when I started, the market was completely fucked. It's like not much. It's not much. It's like pennies on the dollar. I've made like I think my my total return since I started, which would be what eight weeks ago, maybe maybe nine, maybe this might be the ninth week. It's twenty four dollars. Oh yeah, that's pretty fucking good. Like, but if you did nothing with that money, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I just made, yeah, so. Also, Which I knew, I know that, but it's just like I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Worth mentioning today, I think the market, uh, the the market more broadly realized it's like all these guys looked out their window at the same time and realized there was no cars driving anywhere and they hadn't been at work in six weeks. So yeah, thank God. Pretty sure they finally figured out there's a recession coming, and uh, yeah, this this V shaped recovery we talked about a couple of weeks ago descend into uh, the the second half of a W at the very best. Uh, in the very best case scenario, I think probably. You're going to see that line drop off quite a bit, and it's going to be down for a long, long time. We talked a little bit about oil last week and all that stuff about storage and just the demand for products and commodities is going to be like all-time lows, man, like modern historic lows. It's going to be so – It doesn't make any sense. with the Like the market doesn't make any sense to me right now, and I'm looking at – and people like – other people doesn't make any sense to like – Why doesn't it make sense? What doesn't make sense about it to you? But – how are all all you hear is bad news, bad yeah. news, bad yeah. news. Yeah. All these numbers are coming out, they're all bad. And yeah. the market just like reacting by like a fucking because like the SP goes because, up for like four percent in a day. Will, you're about to start trading options. You gotta know what the Federal Reserve put is. You need to know what the Fed put is. If those guys are printing money hand over fist, running the fucking burr machine, then yeah. you don't bet against the Fed. The thing is now they're talking about buying Stuff like, uh, you know, they're, they're talking about buying A-rated, uh, A-rated ETFs, which is fucking nuts. They're talking about- But how buying- long can they just keep pumping the money in when there's like, it's clearly got to be a recession at some point? Listen carefully. You can't, you Listen can't carefully just- here. I'm going to tell you, the- I'm going to tell you, forever. They can do it forever because they control the printer. I'm not saying it's won't. a good idea, but they could do it as long as they want. Yeah, but they won't. I don't think that's so, that'd be so irresponsible for them to do that. You're 100% right. It would be completely irresponsible. I think we'll touch on that a bit later in our uh, our mailbag question. But um, How about you, Joe? What did you spend your money on? Wait, 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 wait. I was going to ask because like two guys that are obviously very fucking – you guys are invested in the stock market. You guys pay attention to it every day. <clears throat> Pretty much. Recession's coming, yeah. right? You're, you're saying almost inevitably? It's here. It's here. What's, I would say what, so. What's your plans, either of you guys? I, Do you guys I have any fucking? I moved a bunch of my equity equity money. So equities are like stocks, like uh, you know, what's the best way to describe it? Stuff you would buy on the stock market. Like you buy a stock in uh, Apple or Nike or whatever. Like something that you know is foolproof going to come back. But it's not even foolproof. No, it, any, it could be anything. I'm just saying. You I said you're selling, my, right? Oh, I sold. Oh, I sold. Assets. I, I didn't sell a lot. I didn't sell everything, but I sold a lot of my assets and moved it all into gold miners, gold. And uh, stuff I think is pretty pretty fail safe, like Berkshire. Uh, yeah, you know other stuff that I think is like a, a basically a cash substitute. Berkshire, uh, Apple. You know if they go down, they go down. But people aren't going to stop buying iPhones. There's just no way. Yeah. Uh, people people aren't going to stop claiming insurance. Right? Berkshire's Berkshire's B B stock is uh, yeah. mo- mostly insurance companies, and so those guys who are are running that fund, uh, Munger and, and Buffett. They're not going to just drop off the face of the earth because of the recession. And you know, the other thing that I think people don't consider, and this is only something I know because I pay attention. You might know it too well. Uh, 
for those guys to have $8 billion in cash or whatever their cash position is. You know, their cash position was way more than that. Whatever it is. It's like some astronomical it's, number. It, it's you, like almost a hundred billion. I thought. Is that what it is? I, I didn't know. I don't know if it's 80 or eight. I, I can't remember. Now. I, I was listening to this. Like I think it must be 80, 80 billion cash. You know how many companies they've acquired since that big 30% dip in March? How many? None. So that tells me that they think the bottom is yeah. up, right? And so, like, I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm, I, and, and honestly, like, the three of us are long-term investors anyway. So regardless of what I did or didn't do, as long as you're not invested in, in shit companies, probably most of the good stuff will come back, right? But, you know, yeah. if you're in your retirement now, you need fixed income, you know, you're in government bonds or stuff with dividends. Like, did you see Shell? Shell gas. Cut their dividend for the first time since, since World, War, World II. War II. That's fucking insane. That's fucking insane. That never fucking happens. And so That's these so, guys, yeah, yeah that, that goes into the gas conversation we were having two weeks ago. That demand is just not there. The storage is full. And so at some point, mm -hmm. this is going to hit a tipping, a tipping uh, point where gas, you know, at 80 cents seems cheap, but I honestly think it's going to get to 50 fucking cents, man. I don't see how they can avoid that. Yeah. I agree. But that yeah. like kind of goes back to what I was saying before. Like, how can the government really like prop up all like stock prices and shit like that? Like can't. if you, you can't, I mean, sure, you can pump money into the, like the economy and try to stimulate it. But like, if people aren't buying what, or like, if they're like hoarding their money and if like, they're just like either not going out because they're not able to. And, and like, you can't just force people to buy shit. And if you can't force people to buy shit, these companies aren't going to have way less revenue. Yeah way less income and they're just it's just going to go down it just can't end well it won't end well and uh you know one of the things that a lot of traditional investment guys are talking about now is you know if you if you continue to pump money in uh to the economy in, in 2008 there was no there was no like um feeling i think among among guys like us uh, who, you know, who are invested, but aren't, aren't like living on their investments, uh, or who are uh, doing some stock market stuff, but aren't living on their stock market, you know, uh, their, their livelihood is not related to the price of stocks. There was no real, no real awareness from guys our age in 08 about what really is happening. Like what is a bailout yeah. package? What does that entail? And so now you're starting to see guys like us, and it, this includes, I think people who are a little less informed than the three of us who are not doing podcasts on finance and talking shit about finance all day long, you know, whether it's with memes or, or real content, there's an awareness now that like, hold on a minute. You're telling me that you couldn't figure out a way to give me $1,500 a month and you're printing like, like 10 trillion over the course of six months. How is yeah. this possible? Where is this money coming from? And what does this mean for money? And what does it mean for value? And what does it mean for inflation? All this stuff. And I think people now are starting to see this for the first time. And so I don't know how long. Like our generation, you mean? Yeah, I think people are seeing this for the first time. But our generation is important because, you know, you, you see uh, these numbers all the time from Robinhood and the American investing apps. You know, for example, the, the USO stuff we talked about last week or two weeks ago. Uh, Robinhood had this great chart of the, the oil price going down and the number of Robinhood accounts that held USO going up. And so a lot of people now, whether they understand like how USO works and what, what it means to like have to take physical delivery if, if your contract doesn't settle, it, it doesn't really matter. What you're seeing here is people who are now paying attention to the price of a barrel of oil. 
How many people were paying attention to that five years ago? This is a lot less, I think. And so there's a political price to pay for that too. If you're a politician who's trying to say like, oh, we'll just print a few more trillion or whatever the number is, right? Like Jay Powell mm-hmm. today was talking about buying fucking ETFs. The, the US government is going to buy ETFs. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a first time thing. That doesn't fucking happen. That's nuts. It's a few trillion between friends anyway. That's exactly right. It's not about the trillions you print. It's the friends you make along the way. That's right. Yeah. Do you think how long you think how long do you think the recession is going to last for then? At least a year and a half, if not longer. I think I think you're going to see like a, a currency debasement like you've never seen before, and that's not an original thought. Like it's something I have thought for a while that was coming, but there's people who articulate it much better than I ever could. The, the long and short of it is, if you pump money into the economy, then the money that's already there loses value. That's a problem when you have the reserve currency for the planet. And that's a huge issue the U.S. and the, the first world economies are going to have to deal with. And us. Yeah. Anyway, the money I spent yeah. this week, we're like 20 bucks <laughs> now. Uh, I, I bought, oh, I didn't buy, but Kenzie bought with uh, some money we were able to save for canceled weddings, from canceled weddings over the summer coming up. We bought a Dyson vacuum. Nice. The it, fucking D say. So, okay. You guys yeah, you were using Dyson? it yesterday. You have, yeah, Mike was here yesterday breaking the social quarantine. And, uh, Whoa, fucking crazy, man. I'm nuts. So, do you have Get a Dyson to wheel or no? What? You have a Dyson? Yeah. So, this thing, in the five years or four years Ken's and I have lived together, I think I've vacuumed maybe twice because she was upset in the morning when I had a Friday off that I was still sleeping at eight o'clock. I'm pretty sure that's the, the core cause of me picking up the vacuum. In the day and a half, do something, eh? Oh fuck, Mike! Yesterday, she's my sister. You were here yesterday, Mike. I had to fuck. I I was like, let me get that thing on the stairs. I'll take it to the stairs. I did the whole the staircase. Fucking finish that off. Couple of accessories in the corners. No, when you start, you just fucking go. eh? You just clean everything. This morning I woke up. Usually in the morning, like I told you guys before, I do nothing at all. This morning I woke up. I put the coffee on. I grabbed the Dyson. Did the couches. Just pulling hair off the couch. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. nice. Oh, man. Fuck. This thing is incredible. I can't it's wait so to see nice. what else I can get off the fucking floor with this thing. Such oh, a yeah. good fucking way to spend your money. It was like- It's fun, dude. Bucks, it's I fucking think. fun. Yeah. yeah. It? It's that much? Holy oh, yeah. Fuck. No, they're, on it sale. was on sale. On sale. Yeah, they're like 800 bucks. Yeah. Oh, my bucks God. And I used, uh, I used a service called Lolly, which gives you Bitcoin back. Not bad. I'm pretty happy about that after the week Bitcoin just had. Uh, Easy sell for those guys. Eh? I think it was 2%, 2% Bitcoin back, which is not bad, right? I'll take a couple bucks in Bitcoin. Why not? Yeah. 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 And, yeah like, uh, otherwise, I didn't spend money on fucking anything. Pretty, pretty yeah, cheap. those vacuums what? are fucking you just, sick, man. Sorry, You man. just told me you fucking about sick. you're drinking a beer right now. You had delivered yesterday. Oh, right? yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. That doesn't count. Some, uh, beer doesn't count. Some grain and grit. I got uh, 12 beers. They have four beers available online. They got... In the Palms? The palms, in the palms, in the palms. What's that mean? It's their best fucking beer for sure. In my they opinion, have, they don't have that one. They got that the down, the downpour double IPA. Great labels, by the way. Outstanding. Yeah, labels. I really like their labels. Downpour double IPA. They got the very good sour. I think this is That's a white. Good. Su- I like this that is one. a white supremacy symbol now, right? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, white <laughs> uh, They got the long shot uh, dry hop lager, and uh, there's one other one, but I've never had the, it. Um, I forget what the title is now or the uh, kind of the, the the makeup of the beer, but 
I've had uh, two of them now, the long shot, and I had yesterday the, um, oh, the other one's called Invisible Friend. Invisible Friend, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all pretty good. They're all pretty good. I've been to Grain and Grit before. Will's got the Grain and Grit shirt on. This is not planned. They're not sponsoring us, though they could if they wanted to, but they're not. And uh, I like Grain and Grit a lot. It's, I like yeah, it fuck, it's, it's good beer. I think it's a bit better than Clifford's Brewing. I don't know if it's a yeah. lot better, but it's a bit better. Yeah, I think the ceiling is a That's bit good higher to hear. beers. Yeah. So yeah, but otherwise, uh, pretty tame week. I think we're I think we're almost out of the quarantine. I I you know I don't know for sure, but I just feel like the warm <laughs> you're looking weather outside and stuff, as if you're like assessing the situation. It's as right it here, it's so close. We're I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. I can tell, tell where the virus is in terms, yeah. in terms of deaths and new cases. I can tell if I just look at my neighbor's siding and things are looking up. So yeah. <laughs> I yeah I uh, I texted my uh, foreman just to see what the fuck is going on because everyone's just kind of like hush like no one's saying a word I got no idea yeah. and he's like what we've been working for weeks have you been <laughs> yeah this? exactly yeah, we've been working this, this whole time I thought you quit <laughs> <laughs> no fucking oh, no, uh, no and he's just like he, I don't know like it could just it could mean anything right like it's it's just his opinion but he's just like yeah it looks like things could potentially go back to normal in a couple of weeks, right? Because yeah, they're talking yeah. about it on the news. So that's why I texted him because I saw some things that looked kind of fucking optimistic. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like what's what's going on like professionally now? Like what's going on with my fucking shit? They said Monday they're going to open some businesses. And Ford, <laughs> Ford also said that uh, if you're a golf course, you can start thinking about opening, which is prime time. I would be so happy if they did I that because I want to go golfing so bad. And you can stay away from people pretty yeah. easily on a golf course to be Fuck yeah yeah i think you're right i think that's not Fuck that's yeah not, man that's not a bad place to hang out if you're socially distancing you gonna, wanna, they're gonna they're gonna kill it on the cart game though because everyone's gonna have to have their own golf cart speaking of uh, oh, oh yeah i'm not i'm not taking a fucking cart i have one more, okay. i have one more story to tell before we get into the uh the sheet for this week so a little while ago stop me if you've heard this before uh mike you might have heard this story yesterday but don't stop me if you've heard it uh, oh, it's only well. Okay, cool. There's this app that uh, someone dropped off a flyer in our mailbox a few weeks ago for it called the Nextdoor app. And this app, apparently... Uh, They're going door-to-door app salesmen? But it's, but it's what you download if you live in like a certain neighborhood. It's like my neighborhood is called Gurley. And so in the Gurley neighborhood, you can like sign up and everyone in your neighborhood will have this app and you can like share messages Isn't it and called, photos and stuff. What's, it, what's, what's the app called? Nextdoor. Okay. So uh, yep, I, I, I didn't get the app right away. Me and Kenzie kind of laughed about it, but I did sign up for like the mailing list. And so I got this email probably Sunday afternoon or Monday morning. I forget now. And this was the picture I got. So you guys have been to my house. You know, there's a wooded area, probably 50 meters from my front door, something like that. And in front of my wooded area, there's a coyote. Oh, yeah. Hanging oh, out. Nice. So you can see the sidewalk there. That's like where I yeah. walk the dog all the time. And uh, Oh, yeah. I got a good coyote story. Actually. Well, it's okay, we, great, you, can tell it, you can tell it after. So I've been following this story now for a while. And uh, there's, there's quite a bit of commentary on this. Kenzie did some research, too. And it turns out that in, uh, a lot of people are saying in Captain Cornelius Park, which is in between Lime Ridge and our house, basically, uh, on Mount Batten Street, not far from my grandparents' house. These people are saying that in the last few weeks, a coyote pack has moved its den into this wooded area. 
next to a park. Dude, like a kid's park. Balls, eh? Is that Holy because, fuck. because no one's out? Because everything's taped oh, off. Oh, true. And so these guys yeah. move probably all the way from Rymel over to this other park where there's kids around and everything is roped off. And so now the city is going to have to tango with a pack of mature coyotes come June. Uh, they'll just fucking scare them off. I don't think it's going to be that easy to scare them off. A pack of coyotes. So do you know, do you know um, what the difference between coyotes and dogs is? Yeah, they're part the ones wild. Well, the, the thing is that dogs have More wolf. Dogs have the fear of humans bred into them, right? So mm. the wolves, coyote, the coyote side has all the stuff dogs have, the smarts, the kind of cleverness and all that, but they don't have the fear of humans. They're not afraid. So I think some you, of them, they, this, they definitely seem to be sometimes. Uh, they might be afraid like a wild animal is, but they're not like innately afraid of humans the way dogs are. Like if you, if you stand up to the meanest dog, it's going to back yeah. down, right? You know what I mean? Like it's not really that difficult mm. to handle a dog. I think in most cases. In most cases. <laughs> unless, yeah. unless that dog is bred to fuck things up maybe, or it's really scary yeah it's an aggressive breed right and uh so anyway I, I i'm wondering now what the city's plan is because i in the in the few years i've lived here i've never seen a coyote and i still haven't seen mm-hmm. one and i i got a, i was saying to kenzie i got a notification about an hour and a half ago in the same app that the the coyotes are back in this woods like honestly man you could hit a golf ball to the woods from here without yeah. any difficulty at all it's not far it's barely even a fucking you know if I was a better I look, quarterback, I could probably throw a football there, but I can't. I'm glad you, you can throw that. it high enough, just not far enough. <laughs> yeah, you guys, oh, that hurts. hurts right here. <laughs> I don't know, man. I looked up coyotes the other day because I had a run in sort of with one. Um, because I was walking my dog. Actually, I was walking. I was with my girl, and we were walking her dog whoa when was down this? below when was this this wasn't recently was it you're supposed to be socially quarantining right quarantine uh, i'm not getting close I'm, okay. I'm still staying six feet away Hope that on rope the is tight Hope on a rope yeah fucking <laughs> a, yeah so we're walking uh so we're walking below under sydenham there's like uh there's like a little trail and then i thought i was like yeah let's just bushwhack for a while like after because i'm like it'll meet up with another path that i know of like under rock chapel Mm-hmm. it does but holy fuck is it's fucking far away so we're like bushwhacking we're like with her dog if the dog's off the leash we're just like walking and it's taking so much longer than i expected but i didn't really care it was like a fairly nice day out it was like 5 p.m it wasn't gonna get dark for another few hours i'm like oh, fuck it whatever i'll just like see where this goes pretend like i know what i'm doing so we're like kind of going walking and uh I'm I'm ahead. The dog's ahead of me, and my girl's like way behind me, and we're at least just kind of, yeah. Oh, like way, probably like probably like 25 at this point. So I'm going, and then it's like pretty much wilderness back there. There's like no paths anywhere, like really close. I'm trying to so think, like I don't want I don't want to cut you off, Cam. I'm trying to think about where this is. So this is like a, like Rock Chapel is on Highway Five. So you're coming up the hill. Are you like toward? Like the King Street like, downtown, or are you going the other way toward uh, the stairs at the end of Alma? No, no. So if you okay, so if you're going up Sydenham, like halfway up, you can take a little path to the right. Okay. The and right, then it yeah. ends like do you know like the lookout under on Sydenham? Yeah, yeah. It's like under there and like, I guess, east of like there. It's just like it's basically the escarpment, but like the other side. Okay. So it's like it's you're kind of like walking on an angle because it's kind of hilly and shit. 
but there's like not much back there but, but yeah so like we were walking the dogs ahead and like always see like i like something catches my eye probably like 50 feet in front of me and it's a coyote and i was like oh holy fuck and i didn't want to like i didn't want to scare my girl and like alarm her because she like gets worried easily so i just like i called for the dog i grabbed the dog and i was like yeah we got to go down here we got to go down here like go so then we beelined it towards the the train tra- the train tracks bushwhacked a shit ton my girl was probably like why the fuck are we going this way and then like we get to the train tracks like, i pick up a rock and then we just like continue walking down the tracks and we see like a fox and then a deer there was like tons of crazy cool shit back there but yeah i was like holy fuck i haven't seen like a coyote straight up like that that close in like a long time so i went home and like did some research and like Dude, i don't they think- chill up there yeah they definitely Hard. do like we had a fort near there and it was 100 percent in a fucking den it's like right around there yeah 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 and it was like we were looking on the ground there's just hair everywhere we we're just like oh, whatever idiot kids we were just looking for a place to fucking make that a fort and drink at night like. that is one of the signs yeah Oh yeah, well, uh, clearly, yeah. <laughs> we didn't yeah, think uh, about it. Though. There's a, so this is there tons of them up there, man. That's a bogging hill, not far from my house. Uh, I think I told you guys this before. I took Scoop up to the hill one time to take him off the leash and just throw the ball. There was another guy up there with his dog. His dog was fucking huge, like it's some kind of German Shepherd mix. Must have been 110 pounds. And mm-hmm. He's telling me that he goes there most mornings. This was a Friday morning because I have every other Friday off, and so it's like 7:30. And he, he's like, he's like, I go there most mornings and I bring, uh, I bring my dog to the hill and just walk him off the leash. And he says, you know, starting a little while ago, this is last year. So he says, starting a little while ago, I started to see in the woods on the bottom of the hill toward Rymel coyote packs and you can see them in the bush. And what they do mm. is one coyote forward and the coyote going forward is frolicking and like, you know, trying to get the dog to play with it. And all these other coyotes are just waiting. It's crazy. It's oh, they're fucking, just baiting it. Oh, yeah, bait it's smart as fuck, man. It's nuts. Yeah, like it's baiting it's murk. It's dicey. And I, I I texted a few friends of mine about this. Guys who live like a little bit more into the country, and they're saying like, ah, your dogs. You know, if your dog's more than 50, 60 pounds, you should be okay. But some of these stories I see, even last that's year, what I, I think, found too. Yeah, but even last year there was that story about a guy who had like a like a pit mix. And the thing was apparently pretty docile, but he took his fucking dog to the golf course hill, like the Shadok stairs area there and like walked it down the rail trail and let the dog off the leash at night. And the thing got eaten by coyotes. Like, are you fucking hmm. kidding me? And the, like, it's like eight o'clock at night, your dog's 70 pounds and at least and fucking the thing gets chewed up by wild dogs. That's nuts. It's- they must have been desperate as fuck is what I read. It was like, yeah, they're not going to attack if your dog is like, yeah, like over like 50, 60 pounds because they usually only hunt in like one or two at a time. Yeah. Unless they're like, you catch them like by the den or like in a pack, then you're kind of fucked. Apparently there's only been two human deaths by coyotes like in Ever? like in North America and like, I don't even know. And like the last like, I don't know. It was a long fucking time. Recorded though. history. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I like if when I'm out on a walk or something like that in the woods, I'm, I'm not really worried about coyotes. Out in these woods? I never was. Nah. I never was either <laughs> until I saw that one. I'm like, oh, true. Man, how, it, it, how big was it? How big was it like in person? It was like probably. Like it was about. The, it was a bit bigger than my dog. It was like, like probably my like dog Buster's, size. Buster's pretty big. It's probably it's like scra- Buster's size. size. It was a, it was like maybe scoops like build but like skinnier like yeah, his yeah, height yeah. probably but skinnier. 
Or more fucking decrepit, fucking whatever, sunken uh, yeah. gut. Yeah, this, shitty even fur. this picture of the coyote, like the thing looks like it hasn't eaten in a long time. He's just fucking, yeah. just desperate for fucking eats. I don't know. But I, I gave my mom, because uh, she walks the dog every day up in the woods, and she said that she started getting worried. So she picked up a rock every day and would bring a rock on her walk every single day. You better now fucking she, hit that first shot. If you're going to throw a rock, you better not miss. You come at the I think king. it's like a last case scenario. I don't think she's like, kind of like, <laughs> bang. Just, yeah. I think it's more of like a beating it? thing. To just like to beat it when it's like on yeah. our dog. But uh, so I got my mom. Have you guys ever seen those uh, coyote collars you can get for dogs? They're like big, um, they're like probably three or four inch neck collars. To just cover their neck? With studs on them, yeah. yeah. So like if your dog, oh, like you just described, basically, you, you guys just said this. Mm-hmm. So if your Wood dog gets in a scrap, you can at least get to the scrap before the wolf can get to the. Neck. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, honestly, that's, I, that's yeah, that's good. But like, I'm thinking, I'm just stuck on the rock thing. I, wouldn't you rather have a stick? I don't know. How big's the it, stick? Just a stick, anything like a walking stick. I would rather have a walking stick than a than a thing like even even not even to hit with like the rock you could if you hit him you're gonna do more but a stick you can be like yeah get back yeah yeah Yeah. as opposed to just like having like a rock in your hand and just like hoping he understands you're squaring him up with a rock (laughs) he's not gonna really know yeah I read that I read the coyotes can stand like this they're gonna be a little bit more tripped out (laughs) I read the coyotes understand the teeth thing so if you show teeth they get it and oh yeah other people were saying that you could you could basically choose your path right it's like a choose your own adventure story when you encounter a coyote either you take the stone and stick or you take the the teeth here's, here's some food oh fuck oh, yeah. you man fuck them they don't get to have food just because they're there i don't know man if i want to fucking come in my coyote, sh- you want to come do it you're gonna have to deal with the stone and the stick bro I wouldn't fight a coyote. Even what kind this, of food even are you bringing this, just a steak in your even pocket? Even with this mustache, I wouldn't fight a coyote. I wouldn't. I'd <laughs> fight a coyote 100%. I, I, got my mom, I got my mom bear mace for her last birthday for yeah. that purpose. So now she brings that <laughs> with her every, on her nice. walk. It's not a bad idea. You tell her to be careful when she fucking lets it off. What? I know. I had to like sign a fucking waiver. Why? And, like, it was like pretty Why? serious when I got it at Bass what, does it get, what is it like getting your... If you spray it, it covers the air, bro. Like it can, oh, it'll get a fuck you up. Like if you ever seen like cops, cops and shit, yeah. even with pepper spray, like every time they do it, like they spray someone, they get in their eyes. Really? Oh yeah. Super yeah, fucking fuck like yeah. Up. Oh yeah, bro. You, they get fucked up. I didn't know. It's that. meant to take down a fucking bear. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> it's, isn't it like a it's like a bomb almost? Isn't it I, like you? It like I don't even know how. It's like a. You do you hold it? Does it have a trigger? Yeah, this one's got like a trigger. Oh, I thought it, like it was a, something you plant. And it is bear mace like a? No, no. Is it like a fire extinguisher or is it like spray paint? Like it's like one use. You pull it and you let it go, or is it like spray no? Paint where you just like spray it at a time. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not a one use thing. I think it might actually be liquid though. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's like pepper spray. It's like the same cool. thing except way stronger for bears. That's cool. Yeah. Do you guys like, want to talk? Uh, do you guys want to talk a bit about? I was going to transition to this when we were talking about coming at the king and not missing. We haven't hit on this yet, but we should because it's like a a, a monoculture uh, subject of interest, a phenomenon, if you will. The Michael Jordan oh. documentary. Have you guys fucking watched this? Excellent. I've not seen it. You have not. Super seen good. It, Recommend it. So oh, I'm watching God. it for the second time. I started it again last night. So we should really say, we should say like we I so good man us, so good the three of us from uh, me in eighty seven to you Mike in ninety three right 
Yeah. So we, we're six years between the three of us. And I, I can remember Jordan. Like, I remember a lot of Jordan stuff, but I remember vividly, like, I'm old enough to remember that Utah series in 98 where he hits a shot over Byron Russell. I remember watching that game in my living room. And that, like, those, those moments uh, for Jordan are unbelievable. But oh, yeah. this documentary has exposed a lot of stuff that I yeah. sort of knew a little bit about but not like this like that like what does it put him in a like, not so good light oh fuck it's great will not jordan jordan's they got the thing about jordan okay for all all the years someone has tried to get him to do this documentary like try to do a documentary about these these bulls teams in the 90s it's not like the r kelly documentary far from it, fuck far no. from it. at least at least four episodes in maybe in episode six i'll talk about pissing on kids i don't know but <laughs> in the first four episodes it's it's been really good, and one of the things that was holding up something like this for a long time was Jordan's uh, unwillingness to be a part of it. So to give you an idea of how unwilling this guy has been in the past, uh, I remember playing NBA Live '95, '96, '97, '98 on Super Nintendo. You know how many of those games Jordan is in? All of them. None. None. Never, never signed on with the Players Association, so uh. he never had his likeness in the game this guy really is the most private like assassin athlete that has ever lived that is all ever- he had to do is fucking sign a piece of paper for that though didn't want to he's like fuck Admit off it. i'm not doing it and he got his own shoe deal his own gatorade deal all this guy's money like the bulls paid him and all these other guys paid him but he didn't take money from the places that nba players generally generate generate revenue from hmm. all that all that said jordan in this documentary somehow was convinced to do this and so he appears in the documentary every episode to like address stories and tell like he like talks about stuff that happened in the 90s talks about these other stories that like rumors people have heard over the course of these you know three decades since that that era and it's so fucking good the first time you see the guy in the documentary and every time after that he's in his living room in like this palatial mansion with a oh yeah glass of whiskey beside him always he's, oh he's, fuck, he's hanging out, like his crazy. eyes are like beet red <laughs> so got a little bit it's, of a gut a little bit of so a gut good. it's Amazing. so good man he, and he doesn't hold anything back he holds yeah, man back. i understand why he was so like pulled back to do it like he's got multi-million dollar deals on the line and like which with like companies like nike who are like very quick to pull the trigger any kind of scandal anything like they would they never pull it on jordan shit. they'd never pull it on jordan you never I know, know man. man i don't think anything's off the table these days People they did it to tiger like, woods what do you guys think eh yeah yeah tiger woods exactly and tiger woods oh, wasn't even tiger, that bad yeah, all he just yeah. cheated on his fucking wife and he lose all the yeah like fuck like who i bet you every single person on that fucking bulls team was fucking everything that moved for sure. Oh, like a hundred percent. So like sure. you start telling those stories, especially like in the heat of the career. Now he's like, now he's untouchable. He's out of the league. He's a solidified name with, with or without Nike. You have Jordan. No Jordan, fucking Jordan question. is not like you're underselling it. Jordan is not a solidified name. Jordan is it's iconic. He's a fucking brand. Like yeah. people buy the yeah. Jordan brand. Yeah. Not to mention yeah. that the guy is like, he owns an NBA team. He owns the Charlotte team. Yeah. Yeah. He owns it. And, and it's just and like, like he's literally the face of, of basketball. There's yeah. no question. I think so. There's no question. People are like LeBron so. James. I'm like, I don't think so. Man. Honestly, I 
you know what? I, I was going to save this for the Patreon content, but I'll say it, okay? I got a good theory for We you. have Patreon content that Patreon we just, we have content. so much of, but, but no we're going to do it at some point. I was going to save this, but I'll, I'll give it to the people who are, who are getting the podcast for free. We talked a little while ago about who might be responsible for COVID, okay? We talked about the big printer industry, right? 5G towers. 5G towers. Mm, I did it, actually. We talked about uh, pizza parlor pedophiles. Yeah, pizza gate. I think it's not a question. (laughs) Michael Jordan Jordan initiated COVID. He halts LeBron James' NBA season, releases a documentary, and reminds everybody who – the goat is, and he's mm. the fucking goat. Oh, so like, first mm. he makes sure everyone is staying at home, and you gotta watch this. Everyone's gotta watch, watch it. Yes. And then yeah, if sitting you, on this documentary for like five years, but he's like, all right, we gotta fucking come up with some shit. They sure sat on it for a year. They sat on Man. it for a year. They were gonna release this in fucking June or something after the NBA playoffs, and they fucking sat oh, on yeah. it for a year, and then like, ah, fuck, everyone's stuck inside. We'll play two episodes a week for five weeks. And man, if you look closely during the whole documentary, every every so often there's just a flash, and it just says LeBron James sucks, and it just goes on quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a subliminal documentary. Slow down the frames per second. The best story in that so far, I think, like this is incredible. It's gotta be fucking Rodman. I'm, I'm, it is Rodman. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into some detail. Okay. When he goes so, into his fucking wearing like his wedding dress and shit. That wedding dress is only like that they touch it's, on it's, that. It's a, they, they show a picture that will. But this the first is a much episode better they show it. It's a much better story. So they they talk about this season where Pippin gets foot surgery in the beginning of the fall, end of the summer, beginning of the fall. And yeah, right in the heat un- of the season. He's unhappy with his contract, and so he spends his whole summer fucking around, fucking everything that moves, as they say. And instead of uh, getting their off-season and recovery uh, stuff done you know, over the summer, he gets it done in the beginning of the season. Misses the first 30 or 40 games. Oh, yeah. For that first 30 or 40 games, it's Jordan and it's Rodman. And when Pippen comes back, Rodman is, he seems distant for about a week. He's pissed. Yeah, there goes all this fucking shine. And so he says to Phil Jackson, the coach, who coached Jordan six titles and Kobe Bryant later to five titles. This guy's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Says to Phil Jackson, look. This is not really a role I can keep playing. I need a break. And Phil Jackson says to him, what kind of break do you want, Dennis? What kind of break yeah, do you want? Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? And he says, mm-hmm. uh, I want to go to Vegas. I want to go for three days. And uh, I don't want to hear any, anything about basketball for three days. And so Jackson goes, well, let me talk to, to Michael about this. And then uh, I get back to you. <laughs> so they have this meeting. And Jordan is talking about this meeting. With his gut out, his fucking glass of whiskey. He's watching the he's watching the the like old replays of the interviews on an iPad. He's just fucking nut- shaking his head. He goes, he the goes Philly rap like this fucking yeah. long. He's like he's like I told that <laughs> he's like I told that motherfucker. I said Phil, if he goes for three days, he's not coming back. He's yeah. not coming back. <laughs> and so he's like, and Phil goes, we gotta let him go. We have to let yeah. him go for three. He got forty eight hours. So. Rodman dips to Vegas, middle of the season. He just leaves for Las Vegas. No, I don't think he did. He He's left like, for I didn't Las- go to fucking Vegas. I think he, said, he, say that? he said that. He's like, I went to Vegas. And oh. so there's a, there's a video of him in a parking lot, in the hotel parking lot, <laughs> getting off a plane, basically, like a fucking Learjet. He's downing Coors Light beers. He <laughs> fucking finishes the beer, gets on a motorcycle, no helmet, drives away into the night with some other guy. No one has any idea who this other guy is. 
Mm. Long story short, after four days of Fender, like doing nothing, there's like little videos of him at bars, like doing kamikazes, dancing naked, dick outs on stage all over the place in Vegas. Psycho shit. At the end of the fucking weekend, they can't find him. And so Jordan himself, okay, for people who don't think Robin was important to those teams, Michael fucking Jordan goes to Vegas and looks for this guy in the hotel room. He ends up pulling <laughs> Dennis Rodman fuck? on the fifth day. He pulls Dennis Rodman out of the hotel bed where he is there with Carmen fucking Electra. Yeah. Okay? He pulls Rodman yeah. out of the bed. He's like, we got to go to camp. The fucking plane is waiting. Let's go. We got to get back in the fucking training regiment. And then the first day back, they got a video of Rodman and his fucking PJs in the weight room doing shoulder press <laughs> going, they don't pay us for the shit we do on the court. They pay us for the bullshit off the court. And then they yeah. got him on the lap pull down with a fucking little thing of Gatorade in front of him, a little cup of Gatorade. He goes to the camera and he goes, it's a kamikaze. Yeah, that's so fucking good, man. Yeah. And no one, ESPN has been sitting on this stuff for a long time. And one of the things that Jordan did in, in the lead up to the documentary and probably early in his career too, was say, you guys can have this content, but I'm not in the Players Association. So if you ever want to use it, the rule is the league has to say yes, and I have to say yes. And so that was really the, the fulcrum that this whole thing existed on for a long time. And then finally, both parties were like, all right, let's do it. And so now all this video is coming through for the first time, and people are blown away by it. It's, just, it's sensational to watch. Sensational to watch. Especially yeah, because all, all of pro sports now, where these guys are like, unable to even tweet something a little off color like you said without yeah. endorsement being pulled right like this is the stuff they're saying they call the chicago bulls in the 80s a traveling cocaine circus and jordan is just the <laughs> yeah. he hears that he's Howls. like <laughs> he's like not so hard never heard that before <laughs> oh really that's bullshit. Joke. It's so it's great. bullshit it's, it's great so good. Man. really good it's on netflix for free so good does yeah, jordan good. still have the fucking hitler stash He's, he's got, got a, a mustache. He's rocking something, man. Got a mustache, yeah. Yeah, the guy's eyes are fucking just beat red. That guy spent his whole life just fucking eating people up. So if he wants to drink whiskey and gamble, I don't fucking care. He's the man, best guy I've ever seen. He said he, would, like, he, would, he wouldn't even do it. Like, he wouldn't even, like, when he first started, he wasn't even partying. Yeah. Like, he would just yeah. fucking go. He's like, all right, I'm out. Fuck this. Like, he just he he was looking. Drink. He was looking to get some rest and then just go play. Like he's all he cared about: basketball, basketball, basketball. That is what he said. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I, just wanna, I want to sleep and I want to get back to playing tomorrow. Yeah. It's crazy. There's man. something it's... to say about that. Like I feel like nowadays, like there's way more athletes that are like that because, like, if you're not like that, there's the next person ready to take your spot. Oh yeah. And like, so For like, sure. so many people are like that. So when there's so many people on the team that are like actually like dedicated, that it's easier not to be a fuck up. Whereas like back in the '80s and '90s everyone is probably a fuck up so like saying you're not going to go out and this is probably for all major sports yeah. saying you're not going to go out and like hang with the boys they're probably like oh what a fucking nerd like this guy <laughs> yeah. cares about like it's so much whereas like they're just going and ripping like the strippers and shit all the time it's fucking good shit man i cannot recommend that documentary series enough i i don't i don't love those docuseries most of the time because like i'm i'm old enough to remember some of the the athletes that are popular in my era jordan lebron and all that but a lot of stuff on this this documentary I'd never seen before, and it, it's fucking worth it to check it out. Absolutely worth it to check it out. I'm surprised that if it's ESPN shit that it's not on Disney Plus and not Netflix. So ESPN runs it on Sunday, and then e, uh, Netflix Canada gets it the next day. Oh, Netflix Canada. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. because e, Disney owns ESPN, right? Yes. Yeah. 
So I'm surprised that they weren't just like, yeah, fuck that. We're going to put I don't that think on they, they, I don't think they can show it on Disney Plus because ESPN is running it with all the curse words. So Jordan's dropping F-bombs all the time. Fucking, it's... Oh, it's, true. It's good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, that's what you want to see. I know. That's it's exactly what right. you want to fucking see. I don't know that's why exactly there's not right. more of this shit. Another good one was Mike Tyson's documentary. I haven't Super seen good. I saw that. So good. So good. It's just Where's like, that? What's that on? It was on Netflix. I think it's just called Tyson. I don't know if it's there anymore, but it was. Is it a, is an actual documentary or is it like Yeah, a, it's him. Like it's, a, like, it's like it's it's like the exact same concept. Oh, dude. it's exactly the same. Like they're having one-on-ones with him and then mm-hmm. he just like she's just telling stories and like who was with who? Like there's they have fucking what's her name? Robin Givens comes in and talks about it. Fucking, and all these fucking people are coming in. And it's 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 the same concept. It's fucking so good. It, it's 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 raw, right? It's exactly what you want. It's not like mm. they're they're not censoring. They're not beating around the bush. They're saying what it is. Like he's talking about how he's like growing up in Brownsville, Brooklyn. He was the short guy. So when they would go into people's houses, he was front, and then he would just go in and because he could just reach like everybody's pockets and shit. So he would just go in and steal shit. From right in front of them, and just like you be getting it was fucking hilarious. He's like, oh, what I'm the short fuck? guy, so I would just go into people's pockets. It's like, what the fuck? Just, just it's it's hilarious, man. Like, because they're, they're talking, it's it's real, it's not bullshit, it's not made up. I'm surprised he's even capable of telling stories and having like memories. I'd be shocked. Oh, if he was. <laughs> he, but he wasn't like the type of guy that got in a bunch of wars, like, his fights were over pretty fast. Like they're yeah. either he, he like he including that the ones they lost fight. got drug out. What's that? Including that Buster Douglas fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh man, that's the best one. Didn't no, fucking like, didn't he say he's like ready to fight again? Like, looks like, like it. He's like he's fit to fight twelve rounds again. I looks like it. So. Fucking, I see him throwing punches. He hasn't lost a fucking step, man. Is that on Instagram? He does that. Yeah, he's a freak yeah. athlete. Even in his fifties, like you just see the way he's hitting the bag. It's like. The speed of it, the power of it, it's like he probably couldn't do twelve rounds. Well, he probably do twelve yeah, rounds. I was gonna like, say that's whatever, a lot. There is, there is something. Not against the pro, he could probably do amateur. Fuck somebody. Uh, he, he, he could do pro. Why not? I think there's, there's certain guys who could still like fight or play pro sports into like their late forties at a high level. Like Tyson yeah, might be fucking one. Fucking jumbo, Joe Thornton, bud. Jordan, Jordan, yeah. one. Joe Thornton. Are you kidding me? That's Bush League. What about Yammer Yager? He's, yeah, Yager was playing last Yager's year. Yager's fucking like 47 <laughs> or something like that. He's so fucking old. Like 30 goals a Yager year. Yager was yeah, so great. Yeah. Solani was another guy who was fucking scoring tons of goals. To, like till the That's got to be hockey, though. Like, hockey makes sense. Like, it's low impact, right? Low impact unless you're in the corner. So, until you get fucking nailed, yeah. Yeah, yeah it just takes one time. But those guys aren't fucking doing that. Those guys know. are too the smart at the game. Like, They've played the highest level hockey for years. They know how to fucking get out of, they know. They know how to not get themselves in a bad spot. Well, what about basketball? Do you see very many old basketball players? I'm assuming their knees and their ankles. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Well, LeBron is in season 19 right now. Uh, Is he really? LeBron's a fucking anomaly. He's in season 19. He doesn't take rest. this, This guy's a fucking monster, and he's still like, but this guy sleeps. I think I said this to you guys before. Speaking of like athletes who take care of their bodies, he sleeps in this uh, this setup where his his legs are like hyperbolic. Well, not even that. His legs <laughs> yeah, are yeah. and basically um, his knees. What the fuck, man? His knees are constantly just being like um, oh my god, what like passively fuck? moved because because he doesn't want him to lock up, right? And so this guy has never had a serious injury. So he sleeps and, on a robot. Like, he sleeps like on a machine. Basically, and so and, and so like it's probably noted, so loud. It's noted that like 2000, 2008, he's a billionaire. 
Yeah, like 2008 to 12, LeBron is like 6'9", like 290 pounds. He's a shredded. He's a shredded animal. Like the guy is faster, stronger, and just better at everything than everyone else on the court for five years, whether it's rebounding, playing defense. Uh, perimeter D, like full court pressing, stamina, you name it. This guy has. Isn't it weird that like another man, like I would consider that we're all men. Another man has a foot and a hundred pounds on me. It's weird. And, 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 just and like, is more shredded than you. Especially because. Way more shredded. Like most of the places we go, if we go to a house party, generally, yeah. unless we're all there together, like we're probably the most cut guy at the party. Is that not the case almost everywhere we go? I'm pretty sure that's yeah, true. yeah. So like, can yeah, you imagine yeah. going to a party and fucking LeBron is there? He's fucking How, like. There's no way you couldn't know. You'd see him yeah. from forty it's miles un, back. It's unbelievable, right? Like to see but a guy it's crazy that, that he to think about. But there's people like him that don't aren't professional athletes and they just live their life as like a fucking six foot ten guy yeah. with the yeah. two eighty. Like that would be fucking insane. How do you even act like a normal person? Why do you pursue anything other than basketball? Yeah, I know exactly. You're six ten. You got a chance, man. Like you're six ten, and you're huge, and you're muscular as fuck, man. If you're white, you got an issue. Like you know, if you're white, yeah. you're, you're gonna you're at a disadvantage. It would just be it would be so weird if like anyone at my work was like a six foot eleven, three hundred pounds shredded. It would be like, what are you no, doing? Yeah, man? Well, yeah. Why are you working for a living? Go to a pro sport, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, yeah. Anything so like pro weird. water polo, you can even fucking do effectively. Like you have that much height. Anything you can do with yeah, those extra up, like, inches is insane. You're you're meant to be an athlete in something. Pick up a sport that not a lot of people do, and just fucking try that for like a, like a while, and then just become pro. Tennis, tennis, yeah, be birdie, tough. badminton, whatever. Just do fucking whatever, man. Yeah, you got those extra arm, that extra those inches, man. Like they add so much like velocity to anything just having that extra reach is so much oh my god oh fuck like being yeah. short the only thing that's gonna help you with is if you're like a fucking center lineman in football like a wrestler you're just a fucking yeah, like low fucking no neck like you know yeah. like that's when being short will help low center of gravity other than that i don't think like if you look at all the best athletes in the sports they're all tall I'll like say, hockey, you know what? Hockey's playing, the only one you can kind of get away with it. Like but even basketball, so, they're like, all tall. Basketball, they're like they're they're short guys, like six eight. Basketball, <laughs> I, man, I had a I had a pretty good like high school basketball career, being like five foot six, five foot five most of the time, because I was pretty quick. And like your low center of gravity makes a difference. If you can shoot it, you're you're okay. Yeah, exactly. How, how you're would okay, you fare? Though. Yeah, how would you fare against guys that were like six five? Fine. Everyone was six five. What do you mean? In high school, everybody. I played triple A. Everyone was high school. In high school, was six five. There was guys on my team who were like playing shooting guard beside me who were six three. And how much better would you have been if you had months. another eight inches on you? Yeah. Oh fuck! I wish, man. Holy yeah, of course, God. that's exactly it. So like, there's a lot of people with athleticism and they just don't have height. Well, they say that like one of the one of the uh, easiest indicators of guys who are going to be successful in high school sport or in uh, basketball, I should say is if you uh, start small and then have your growth spurt late. So you develop all the oh, yeah. skills and then you get, the, you know, the eight inches or seven inches on yeah, you. Yeah, that's you're like, that's exactly what happened agree. to Scotty Pippen. That's what yeah, happened to that's Scottie right. Pippen. That's right. Yeah, they do say it in the show. He was like my height. And then like he was doing all his training and shit for college, I guess, yeah, in college, yeah. I think. And then he just like fucking grew like over the summer, like six inches. Yeah. Oh, so he's <laughs> like... 
Like how tall is he? Is he seven? Is he seven feet? Six, seven, six, eight, six, seven, man. So like what what I wanted to say about that shit, um, you see like the way LeBron James dunks it, right? Like it's it's spectacular. Like nobody in the league really kind of, he just flies, man. And then just fucking slams it. Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan were doing that on a regular basis every fucking game, like a routine play. They're just like, ah, and like nobody's even noticing that they're fu- like, do you know what I'm saying? Like LeBron James doesn't know yeah, yeah. trips. Like back in the day, it's just like, oh, Scotty Pippen with the slam dunk. I'm like, that motherfucker's head was above the backboard. <laughs> like is he could have knee like- lifted the backboard. It's insane how fucking high these guys are getting. And it looks even bigger from Jordan because he's shorter. Yeah, he's how tall like, is he? Jordan six six. Six six, yeah. Six six. He's still huge. He's cute. I know. But he's like but like you see him in comparison to people on the fucking court, he looks like a fucking such a little kid. I know there's no small guys in the NBA. There's no small guys in the NBA. Man, and then they're like, there's, oh man, you gotta watch it. I don't want to say too much because I want because you'll fucking like it. But like he starts getting jacked like Michael Jordan does. Yeah, it, like it's like insane. Like that's just shows how athletic he is. Remember how long it took us to bench two twenty five? Oh, years. Like and how years many and years, years? Right, years working. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to? It's see just like he just starts work. Guy. He starts lifting weights, and then he's just like, oh, I just put it on. I just started fucking racking weights on. He's like, I was benching two fifteen, and he's just repping it. Guy he's never benched. But the best part is that the trainer, <laughs> the trainer is like, you know, I had a program for Michael. I told him to do a certain amount of reps, and he just fucking double it every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the guy's he he's like, I did eight. Not. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You want to see a picture of a guy who uh, is huge and didn't live out his life uh, playing sports? So you guys know Phil, my buddy Phil is probably 6'3", something like that, 6'2". So here's a guy uh, next to me and Phil in the summer. That's seven. It's got to be seven feet. He's seven foot one. Holy fuck. And, that uh, guy is fucking tall, man. So That's that guy, fucking weird seeing that. guy like that. is a uh, – he's – he works at Oshiega as a beer guy. And so this guy's hands and like his, just like his natural strength, he doesn't even lift weights, a little bit, little bit of weights he, he does for his legs and stuff because he needs to because he's that size. But he's like, I don't really <laughs> No kidding. He carries, Maintenance. He carries yeah. in one hand a two, four of tall boys like this. He just fucking pump. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, to pinky see. thumb is like touching the corners. Watching this guy yeah, fucking yeah, love shit around. Yeah, he's got platters. And so Spanning he, it. He came, he, came on the, uh, he came on the Oshiega podcast last year on my last day there. And we we're just shooting the shit about all this stuff. But I'm like, I've never played a sport or anything. He's like, the number of people who asked me that is crazy. Because no much, like we just, well, much like we just said, like if you're that tall, it's like a free pass. Like some athletic program will take you regardless of what your skill level yeah. is. If you're fucking seven feet. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. And in high school, it's probably like, for you. yeah, if you're anything like that in high school, they'll just be like, yeah, you're on the team. You made yeah. the basketball team. Yeah. Sure. We'll teach you how to play later. <laughs> Start running suicides. Get your footwork down because it's brutal. Okay. So yeah. listen, we're, your hand is awful. we're about an hour and 10 minutes in. Uh, there's two topics on wow. the sheet and one question. So right. I gotta fucking I wanna cover this though quickly. Well let's do okay, let's do one topic on the sheet. Let's do the epoch times and then we'll go over to the question. So the topic I want to cover tonight uh is is naturopathic medicine. Okay. I I I have strong feelings about naturopathic medicine. I hope they're negative because I, I have strong scam. feelings also and they're I think also it's a, negative. I think it's a fucking scam. Okay, I'll tell of you. Of course it is. It's a fucking scam. 
and it's 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 treatment that's not evidence based. That's like the, that's like the definition. It's not evidence based. It's How is it not evidence based? It's been going on for like so many years. Like let's say hundreds of years. How is there no evidence yet? And like you know what I mean? How do you rely on this shit? And it's like oh, it's not evidence based though. It's like well, okay. You've been doing it for a hundred years. What have the results been? They're oh, the negative. Okay, that's your evidence. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, but that's not how they fucking. You can't say that though because that's too logical. You're not allowed I, to relate that kind of stuff to science. It's not allowed. So I just uh, okay, yeah, yeah, you okay. go. Okay, I'll tell you why I want I want to bring this up. I have a theory that uh, I just got I just got a text on my phone telling me not to talk about health issues on the show. I'll just I'll just say this, okay? Kenzie is at her wit's end with a health problem she's had for a few years, and she's tired of going to her doctor because the solutions don't work. My coverage covers naturopathic medicine, and really, how did that work? That's it's, fuck. It's it's been that way for a few years. I didn't know that. She looked it up, and uh, so I was like, "All right, go for it." Fucking. How did they get their little practices into insurance programs? This is not even the dumbest thing we cover. Well, I'm sure if I really look, we probably cover the dumbest fucking stuff in the world. But so uh, she had her naturopath appointment today. And, you know, you guys know me. I don't really bite my tongue. I make what I think known uh, probably more than I should. And so I, I told Ken's, you know, in the lead up to this, like, I think this is a dumb idea. This is not going to not gonna be productive for you. It's not going to be productive for your problem. And I'm sure there's a better way to fix this. But she said, you know what? I've dealt with this for long enough. I want to get a, another opinion from someone who's, uh, you know, got, I got fresh head eyes. It's like, all right, whatever. Which is, which is fair. To it's try. Right. It is, nothing's, it is nothing's fair. working, right? Like you this might is, be yeah, able totally. to try only, everything. The only, gonna, thing, yeah. the only thing I'll say in favor of this is that she exhausted a, a number of other options before going to this. Yeah. Okay, good, Fine. good. That's what Fine. I was going to say. If this is your first thing you do is go to right. a naturopath, That's right. you got issues. And so I said, okay, fine, uh, go for it. And so she did it today. And at the end of the appointment, she said, you know, it's funny. I, I've been doing a lot of research on this problem. And this person basically gave me uh, a lot of the same solutions I had already come across on the internet. And I'm going to try a couple of new things here. She bought like um, some kind of probiotic off of the, the naturopath. I was like, all right, it's fine. But like coverage is not going to cover that. Like you're going to have to pay for that. Just, okay. Yeah. No big deal. Okay. So the, the reason I bring this up is not I, I, I don't I'm not gonna just spend you know ten minutes trashing naturopaths. Do I think naturopaths are scammers? Yeah, hundred percent of the time. I think naturopaths fall into the same category as something like a chiropractor. I'm not gonna where, trash them, but let me start by trashing them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're you know what I will trash them. They're, they're fucking. <laughs> let me just generalize all of them and say they're all scammers. They're fucking con artists. If and, you're gonna uh, do it, just do it. Yeah, I'll go all in. They're fucking con artists. Uh, chiropractors, okay. naturopaths. Uh, they're they're in the same category as psychics and palm readers. There's no evidence that it works, and generally, the people who think it does, uh, there's another cause for that. And that's really where I want to go with this. I think there's um, there's a a phenomenon at work here, a uh, a paradox or a, a conundrum that I think deserves a name. And I first started talking about this a few years ago when we got scoop, because about uh, four or five months into having scoop. Kenzie was at her wit's end and I said, let's just keep up with the, you know, kind of tr bathroom training them and all that. And we'll see how it goes. And then a few months went by and she had really had it. 
And, you know, I, I, I've never had a dog before. Kenzie and Mike obviously had one and Kenzie wanted to take the dog to training. And so I said, okay, let's, let's go for the training and see if the behavior improves. So the behavior was stuff like, uh, he was toothy. He was kind of lippy, didn't listen when you wanted him to do something. He was, you know, always needy and stuff like that. He's a year old at the time. Scoop, come here. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> <It's> fucking <brilliant. laughs> and so we, just fucking throwing and so, the middle pop. And so we went to the training, uh, for I think eight weeks or nine weeks. And it was uh, about a thousand dollars. It was quite expensive in this training. And uh, when we when we finished it, the dog was more well behaved. Now, I would like to call this phenomenon that I think exists for the dog training. I think exists for the natural path, and I think exists for a number of other things. I would like to call this the uh, the scoop fallacy in honor of my dog. This is what I think. This is what I think is happening. I think if you make it to a point uh, in a certain problem where you are at the lowest possible um, point for yourself in terms of the resolve you have to fix this issue on your own or to fix this issue with traditional means, I think if you make it to that point, regardless of the step you take next, the problem is bound to improve because you will take extra steps outside of this other remedy that caused the problem to get better. And so whether it was Scoop's training, where we really started to hamper down on him in terms of what he was allowed to do and not do, uh, whether it was, um, you know, if you're, if you're a member of a church, for example, and your life is, you know, completely in shambles and you decide you're going to start doing the rosary every Friday because it's so desperate and your life <laughs> improves, uh, or whether it's, you have a problem that you want to see a naturopath about and you've already done the doctor thing for, for you know, a year or two years. I think all these things together point to the same thing. If you're at the lowest point, the only way to go is up. And so you attribute this uptrend in the problem to whatever solution you sought last, whether it's dog training, naturopath, or the rosary. And so this is a scoop phenomenon. This, this is the scoop, uh, the scoop fallacy. So you okay. are you are changing your behavior in a way that's making the problem better, but you're assigning the credit to something that doesn't deserve it. I'd like your comments, please. Okay. First comment is you can't just be like, whoa, we took our dog to a trainer and he got better. Weird. Whoa, that's got to be some crazy phenomenon. No, you took him to a trainer and he got trained. Obviously, he's going to get better because it's like, what did you do before that? Just like that's like that saying. It's like I oh, fucking tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas. <laughs> no, like you, 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 you try, like <laughs> you try. Yeah, you take him like to that. like you, you take you take him to get trained, and he got more trained. Obviously, he's going to be better. But I, I do. Believe, I can't believe this happened. Exactly what we thought would happen. But that's not what I'm saying, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that if you, I know, if you I know, make I know. it to a point where like you have to take your dog to training classes then probably you're not just going to do the training. You're going to change the way you behave at home, right? Right. <laughs> like, oh, like so things like, have gotten so bad that you'll change the way you behave day to day. Right. Okay. I, I would agree with that. So, like, so that you're saying like naturopathy gets like all this false validation from these people who are at the bottom of the barrel and decide to go there. Yes. And then whatever happens there, you think it improves their situation yes. because – 
they're like they've hit rock bottom so now they change a whole bunch of other shit as long and they they start going to naturopathy but maybe behind the behind the scenes they do other shit too and like yeah sure it gets better i don't know it's definitely possible i know a lot of people that i know people that fucking swear by naturopathy not is that how you say it i would call it naturopathy but sure yeah, that's how i, I want to say it too. That's what I'm going to say. This is two episodes in a row. We've had some disagreement on the pronunciation of the term. Naturopathy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, mm. I don't like that. My opinion on that is um, if I ask for advice, give it to me. If not, leave me the fuck alone about it. Because it's either if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, I don't, I didn't ask. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just don't, if I want to do it, if I, if I will do it, if I run it off, it's probably the exact same thing that Kenzie's doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's fucking stupid. But like, I'm, I'm also not going to be like, I'm not going to be sworn by it. Like, even if it works, you're like, okay, cool. I got a, I got a solution to that particular problem. It just so happens to be within this realm. If not, yeah, like- I I'm not going to be like, oh, naturopathy is fucking stupid. I'm like, ah, whatever, man. Whatever works, just fix yourself. I don't like that they're not don't like... Don't push it on me. Like, there's no, there's no like... Um, what is the name of the, uh, the oath? The Hippocratic Oath that doctors take, right? Like, to, to do no harm. Uh, I, I don't like there's not mm-hmm. something, you know, something that's grounding the profession, uh, as, it, as it were. I, I almost hesitate to use that word profession. But, like, how is it possible that naturopaths <laughs> don't have like a governing body like that's weird to me anything that makes money has a governing body and these guys somehow don't they have, must have some kind of that they don't are they you don't. sure yeah same so with you could just mean, won't have one either but you could just open up and like a naturopath place could you like me like us three could just like man fucking rent a the, commercial space and just like buy like a fucking massage bed and be like, off right, the yeah. air i'll tell you guys uh more details but kenzie is doing logos and branding right now for a naturopathic office that has zero licensing zero background zero anything and but is that legal though yeah because there's no licensing like like authority oh, that decides who gets to practice so I'm going to propose then when we move into a studio for this, two whites and a natural front it, we front it as a naturopath. <laughs> like we'll just sell shit. Like we'll just sell whole supplements or whatever. Candles Good, and goodwill supplements, essential oils, sell them. essential, essential oils, essential oils. Yeah. You can have, you can only have these essential oils if you're an essential worker though. What about uh, essential, <laughs> oh, essential sure. services, uh, electrician and uh, stock options. Why don't we try that? Fucking yeah, just stock, to really trip, be fucking conglomerate of stuff, and we sell <laughs> Epsom, <laughs> Epsom salt. Yeah, salt. But would you like some mutual? I, got, I gotta go pee. Salt? I gotta go pee. <laughs> yeah. You guys keep going on the fucking naturopath thing. The, the naturopath thing yeah, to me, it's a bit weird. I I don't I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about it. Like I mean, I understand the the instant hesitation on it because like logically there should be a natural like break like wait a minute this is fucking voodoo shit i don't know about this i just don't know how far it goes like i don't i like some of the shit like i didn't know like they prescribe the probiotics and stuff like that's fine like i believe in that kind of stuff but like i'm like lighting sage and like waving sage around your face and shit and they're like oh this is gonna cleanse your it's like i don't believe in like that kind of shit it'll cleanse your colon just like fucking 
breathing like the some smoke and, and incense yeah. and shit. Yeah, like that. That's like where I got to draw the line. Like, if it works for you, for sure, that's sick. Like, I'm happy for anything that works for anyone. Like, I that would be <laughs> crazy if it did work for you. And like, you know, more power to you. But I, yeah, ever, I don't know. Like, you got to draw the line somewhere. Have you ever walked by someone and smelled them and be like, you probably go to a naturopath? I can smell it. <laughs> no, why? They you smell like, like you have dream catchers in your room oh, and all that oh. shit. <laughs> Like you can smell those bad. types of people. Like it's not even like like that's not even hating on naturopath or naturopaths or whatever. That is for sure. Those are the people that are going there first thing. Oh, like, and they're, they're not even, even looking sick. for their they're going that's their shit. And I'm they like they go there for their mental health. <laughs> they go there for everything, groceries, yeah, everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah. They just buy it all. No, like like again like i don't hate it like yeah like i agree like if, if it's helping you great but like don't come to me and like and being like that's the end all be all this is the only thing that works like i used to work oh, with a guy yeah. he was like he was a colombian like super colombian like older guy right. so he was like pretty old-fashioned but he would tell me like this guy was like i could tell he was getting like by the end of like i stopped working there before he, like I, I saw the end of him but yep. um, he's still alive. That's how I meant. But, like, he, he was looking brutal. Like, <laughs> he was not looking good. Like, he was sick. But he would initially go to, like, homeopathic medicine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? And I'm like, man, like, you look pretty bad. Like, you should probably go to a legit doctor first because yeah. that would be the a good thing to do. And then if that like- doesn't work, maybe you can switch back and go to your 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 homeopathic shit. But I'm like, hey, man, like, this is, like – it's not clearly not working things like you just kind of got to bite it and go in and go to a real fucking doctor man like yeah well, absolutely people, I, yeah, were fuck, I, people were saying like they look seemed like the guy had like cancer and shit like that's what he looked like i was like fuck yeah like he is not looking good and he's like oh i just take homeopathic medicine it's like yeah man maybe this is why you're not getting better yeah. <laughs> yeah. like you should probably go fucking go and get yourself actually looked at by a professional like do they have do they scan like do they have like cat scans and fucking all those shit like ultra ultrasounds and whatever the I, fuck i doubt it because they don't license for that shit are they yeah. like exactly they can't so, like, give that kind of shit i feel like they just like how do you feel oh you feel like that yeah you need yeah. more maca root in your diet okay cool here's your here's your hearsay diagnosis this is what i said this is what i, I saw think this, this is how it feels works. like here you go yeah take this sage this thing of incense and fucking go you're gonna be clear it's like not burning stop, at 6 a.m and 6 p.m every night it should just be like an alternative to yeah the base i think it's also wrapped up in spirituality a little bit so like people that are more religious i would say generally not maybe catholic religions but other religions are like much more averse to using this homeopathic stuff like i i know a friend of mine that i work with he lives in brampton and his his good friend who it's actually a mutual friend of ours his dad when he right before he retired or he got fired or some shit from his job and he started a naturopath clinic in brampton and he's like fucking breaded, breaded, breaded right like now because of it. Like he, it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah. I think he's like, I don't know. He, it's like a super, super, super big operation now in Brampton, and he like brings in a fuck ton of money. It's a fucking good business move, man. That's great. It is fucking. He probably doesn't even believe in it. He's probably no shit. He, he definitely doesn't believe in it. There's no fucking way. <laughs> 
Yeah, no kidding. No fucking way. Okay, I mean, like, let's. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. Do you want to move to? What, we should move to Mike's uh, Mike's preferred topic here before we go to the question, the question of the night. Yeah, quick, man. Like this, this came in today. Like I, I got a. Where did you chat. Where did you pick this up? This came. It was fucking mailed to my house, bro. I don't know. If I wonder if we got it. one. I didn't, I didn't see it. Is this backwards or can you read that? I can read it. Yeah, yeah. The Epoch Times. Yeah, the Epoch Times, and it says how the Chinese communist. This is a newspaper. Just came to my house. Loose, loose term. Yeah, it, well, it looks like a newspaper. That's how, that's what they did. They just fucking disguised this propaganda. Yeah. But it's it's like it's all against China. How the Chinese Communist Party endangered the world, and like every single there's not even there's not one article in here that's a break from just attacking China. Like not, all, not even like a one feel good story. Nothing. It's like there's no editorials. There's no opinion. There's no nothing. arts page. There's no movie suggestions and shit the even, epoch even times, like these up. even they these a, quotes, the epoch man. times has a verified twitter account so they have a blue check wow. how many followers and the, man uh, look at the, listen to this shit this is what people this oh, is what wow. people are saying about the epoch times in this newspaper these are direct quotes i first learned about damage by the new aggressive wuhan virus from the epoch <laughs> times Who's <laughs> ET for doing what we pay the departments of health <clears throat> billions of dollars to do can't say like, that. That's the first fucking <laughs> quote. The fuck? and it's immediately attacking China. Oh my god! And it's like, let's just quote and let's just like pump our own tires in the very yeah. first edition of the Epoch Times. It's it's crazy. Every single fucking one. I just I, like. Did you guys get one? No. I, I don't know. <laughs> no. I, I just. I want to know who like who <laughs> sent these out. Did like, it come out of a like... fucking airplane? Did they drop them? <laughs> That's what it seems like. There's a five G satellite looking... drop that down to your house. <laughs> well, this is kind of fucking crazy, man. That they're doing this. It's wild like, because some people probably got that and are like, imagine like an elderly person got that and just thought it was a normal paper and it's just they're like, like oh, yeah, for sure, fuck, yeah. man. I was always thinking it's no China, anyways. <laughs> fuck man well it's like fucking man this is like all this all this stuff's just making me think of like world war ii like we're we're hitting a recession there's propaganda being spread like everything's yeah. going trippy yeah. here like potentially we have like the what looks to be like a potential dictator in donald trump you never know man he could start just dictating the state hard to say at least we have like more than one fucking like news outlet so it's not like like people maybe like back then would like believe all that shit like they'd get that in their door and be like holy fuck man we gotta go to war with china now whereas <laughs> now we're kind of like oh yeah for sure man this is that's totally right. real that's right. it looks like fucking tmz is more reputable than fucking any the, kind of the, newspaper the epoch days. times i can't any, believe anything epoch any times news though, seems, they're all biased man i thought yeah. the epoch times was uh pulitzer uh pulitzer quality stuff but i guess not eh i i never heard of it but like now, you know, and my first impression is they're it's just like, bashing like China. That's like, the smallest paper I've ever seen. Oh, it's yeah. folded in half. Yeah, look, it fits. fits. <laughs> but then you get inside, <laughs> and it's fucking just huge what's fucking this, bashing. What's China. the uh, what's is the sports a, section look like? Yeah, <laughs> it had sports in that is there, thing. Or what? Is there a crossword? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every it's fucking all, word like, is only three letters. China. It's all every, every single answer is NWO. Yeah. We missed a boat on containing COVID nineteen. Senator says. Does he mean the Wuhan flu? Every single fucking. Thing. <laughs> it's crazy. Joke. 
What a joke. There's but, so many, there's so yeah, many valid, the problem is there's so many valid criticisms of the way China's handled this. Like, we don't need a fucking, like, propaganda outlet to no, yeah, totally. and drop ship newspapers to Dundas. We, we have the president of the United States openly doing it. <laughs> I know. He's I just know. openly bashing China. It's like, okay, man, we don't need fucking, yeah, we don't need this fucking hand-me-down bashing. Like, he's doing showed, it on national television. I showed this to uh, Will before you signed on, Michael, when you were getting your headphones. Did you see Trump's new uh, press secretary? Oh, no. I think you, you think you meant to say, you showed that to me. She's hot. Fucking right. Yeah, I, I saw her too. Come I respect on. that. Who cares? Come on. That's great. That's top. That's Maybe people are just going to be distracted by her. I don't know. Yeah, no I don't know. Perfect. I don't know it's, good, it's a good play. Should we go to uh, Should we go to the question of the week, the mailbag? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, man. Let me, uh, let me just make sure I, I have this figured out here um, for sharing. So I want to share with my friends music or computer sound. I'm going to share with my friends. Friends. You guys tell me if you can hear this, okay? I'm gonna hear it very shortly here. Um let me just go back to the beginning of the question, make sure we catch the whole thing. Okay, you ready? Ready. Can you hear that? Nope. Nope. Really? How about okay, cool. wait a minute. Change. Can you hear it? <laughs> No. Okay, hold on. Let me uh, let me pull it back. Well, what are you gonna spend your money on next week? Oh, I like that. Well, I no, 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 no. I thought no, about no. it. Yet. We gotta save the content, boys. We gotta well, hurry up, man. Fucking I'm fucking working on it. This is live, live troubleshooting. Okay, ready? Here we go. Trying to here? Hey, two whites in the blue. Hear that? Long time listener, yeah. first time caller. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna start it again. We'll run it all the way through. It's about it's about a minute long. Restarted. It's right in the beginning. Hey, two whites in a blue. Long-time listener, first-time caller. My name is Len, and I'm a colleague of Joey's. And a question I have for you, gentlemen, is on Bitcoin. And since I am familiar with Joey's stance on Bitcoin, the question is directed towards Mike and Will. Gentlemen, no kidding. Why or why are you not investing in Bitcoin? The reason why I'm asking is that central banks around the world are printing money at record pace to keep up with the economic stimulus packages, and it's quite possible we will see traditional currency devalued and Bitcoin might be a once in a generation opportunity for people to make money. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Why or why are you not investing in it? Especially since you guys are being sponsored by ShakePay. So I'd love to hear your stance and I want to hear more about it. Thanks. Okay. First of all, we got to find out what mic this guy's using because he's clearer than all three of us. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. His content somehow better than all of ours. <laughs> Fuck, not again. Um, uh, also, I can start. Um, so I did invest a little bit in Bitcoin. Uh, not too much, though, compared to all my other holdings. But uh, I just don't know enough about it, to be perfectly honest. It just seems... Well, it seems sketchy. Like, in the last few years, obviously, it got validated more, and it's, like, kind of stabilized itself. But it just, it just, I don't know. I just don't know enough about it to want to invest like a significant amount because I guess call me old code, but I'm just like, I like stocks. I, I did like riskier stocks, but now I'm more into blue chips and I don't know. I, I don't think it's the worst call now, to be perfectly honest. I would feel comfortable investing more money in. I still would probably 
way more into my other investments. Maybe now that I'll be withdrawing some money from them, I might put, I don't know, a few hundred more dollars into Bitcoin, but I don't think I would go crazy yet. I don't, cause I just don't think that like, I, at this point, cause I've already, I have missed the boat obviously like years ago, but even now, like if it goes to like a hundred K, I don't think I'd be kicking myself for missing the boat because I just don't understand it enough. It's just like one of those other risky stocks where like, Oh, it triples, it quadruples all of a sudden, like it goes from like two bucks to like 150 bucks. It's kind of like, fuck me. But you just didn't, you just weren't, I don't know, you just didn't trust it. So like, you can't really be, you can't really regret it because you don't really understand it. That's kind of my stance. Mike? My turn. <clears throat> um, I basically just, uh, I'm the same way, but like, I'm also, I'm also not really there yet. I, I just, I don't know. Like I, I, it's just, if I, okay, I'll, I'll say this. If I do start investing in Bitcoin, I'll be one of these new wave, new age investors that gets it and then doesn't say anything about it. I'll just yeah. have it. And then I won't be like, Hey man, you should buy Bitcoin because I do. You want to talk about cryptocurrencies? Cause I don't want to have that conversation with anybody ever. So I'll buy, if I do buy it, you won't even fucking know. And I, I, think I, I, like, I just don't know about it either. I don't fucking know anything about it. That, that's why I don't want to talk about it. I'm, I'm open to like learning new shit as long as you're not like fucking coming at me like as, a, as like a lecture or something, you know, or as if like I don't know anything about economics. The people that are like, Joey, you're not like, and this is a slander to you, but like people that I know that are like high up on their high horse about Bitcoin, they just, you, they don't even want to argue with you about anything because like they, they already know in their head they're right and you're wrong. So they're just kind of like, Oh yeah, you just don't understand. It's like this is the fucking way of the future. It's all gonna happen. Yeah, and yeah, I probably don't understand to the point that you understand, but like, uh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, the, it's like the people that the people that have Bitcoin ruined it. Yeah, it seems like that. They fucking they suck. That's why people that have Bitcoin suck. It's, it's just the, you know it's just a correlation. <laughs> it's because they've made the easy money. Like they bought like a few years ago, or, and then like they made. I don't know, probably a decent amount of money, probably not as much as they say, but all these people made quick money and now they look down. It's the same thing that happened during the tech boom when like people were getting rich, not really knowing what they were doing, just putting their money into tech stocks and all of a sudden like it's 2000 and like everyone's like talking down on their high horses and shit because they made a bit of money in the last few years because they were like smart enough to put their money into tech and then a year later, all their money's fucking gone because the tech bubble burst. I just feel like uh, I just am not comfortable enough that that's not going to happen with Bitcoin. It's been fucking, it's been all over the map for how many years? Like it's been up and down and up and down and up and down. It's, I don't know. It's, it's volatile. It seems. And they, they, yeah, I don't, yeah. they're, they're, there's probably is enough information about it. I haven't fucking even touched. I haven't even scratched the surface. Like it's a clean sheet ice, all that information that I haven't even fucking bothered. I haven't even desired to like, type yeah. even the first letter in a search bar for that shit to be perfectly honest it, it's it could blow up in my face and so be it I, I don't really fucking care that much like i'm not exactly i'm not gonna go in buying bitcoin like a lot of these people are depending on it to make me wealthy yeah that's the thing you can't really you can't i don't think it's smart for sure to be like yeah fuck all these stocks and like fuck everything else i'm just gonna like go head first into bitcoin because like this is the future this is that you might be right, but you also might be very wrong. So yeah. it 
if you're basically gambling and because you're on the right side of a gamble, don't fucking look down on us because we didn't want to take that massive risk. Yeah, I've been, and I was thinking about it today, like I was, because I, I really needed to develop an answer for this question because I did, I listened to the question on Monday, didn't think about it until like two hours ago. Shocker. But uh, yeah, I know, exactly. But I call, I, I was like, because they're like, what he said, he's like, this could be a financial breakthrough and blah, 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 because of all this. Is like, what's going on with the economy and this could be a steady thing. It's like, yeah, like it could be, but like I could also just fucking buy a lottery ticket. Like it, yeah. to me in my head, it's like the same. I could just like I don't know anything about either of them. I just buy a lottery ticket. And I could become fucking rich off that. Or I could buy yeah, a Bitcoin totally. and become fucking rich off that. But like, I guess the uh, the argument would be Bitcoin is a different currency. So like, if I win seventy million in the lottery and then this seventy million is worth fucking two loaves of bread because of this recession, yeah, recession yeah, whatever, yeah, then I'm fucked. But I don't know, man. I, it, like this is the thing. I'm not fucking. I'm not invested whatsoever in learning that right now. Like, I, if if I yeah. if I get to a point where I am, because like I'm still, I'm getting myself financially set first before I start just dipping money into that shit. I want to be set myself. I want to be. I want to be fucking comfortable with my finances alone before I even start buying gamble stocks like Bitcoin. Not even a, whatever currencies like Bitcoin. Buying other currencies. Yeah, I guess cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You won't hear always... it from me if I do. If I do get it. Yeah. I mean, I might. I might tell you that I invested in it, but like, I'm definitely not going to get to the point where like I can have a, a solid debate in favor of Bitcoin. Maybe if I like do more research, but I'll invest in it just because it's kind of like it's just like seems at this point worth it to have a little bit of your net worth in it just in case it is like actually going to go to 100k you know if it goes to 100k yeah. then yeah like yeah of course like it'd be worth like risking like a few oh, hundred bucks on it but it, much, i don't yeah. think it's worth yeah i don't think it's worth actually like dipping a significant amount of your net worth into at least i mean for me at this point at least yeah it's it's definitely like the, that question is for me it's definitely really situational circumstantial whatever because like I'm that's 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 my answer is circumstantial I should say like it's just more so like I haven't really considered it because I'm not exactly in a place where I want to just dump money into that like there's other things I want to dump money into right now. I also think that like people who bought it in like let's say like 20 fucking 10 or 2012 whenever the fuck it like really like really originated when the fuck ever now they're like oh look we knew this was gonna happen we knew like there was gonna be a need for this new currency and shit but I don't fucking see people using it. Yeah, you say like, yeah, there's going to be a need for it because of fiat currency and all the gold standard, all this shit. There's printing money. Yeah, cool. That's fine. But like no one's, it's not, it still hasn't become like no one's using it even. Like, you know what I mean? Like it has, it's not a part of my life. Like I'm sure some people are using it, but like they don't accept it at fucking Shoppers Drug Mart and shit. Like they don't, you can't just like go and buy shit with it as like people have predicted like years and years ago that it's going to replace all our currencies. So like you can't really just be like yeah I told you so, just because it's up in value, you didn't really yeah but like what you said hasn't really come true yet, you know at least in my eyes, like like when like Zoom is like Zoom stock went fucking up crazy. You hear about Zoom, we use Zoom, so many other people use Zoom. You know that it's being used and shit. Or it's like Bitcoin, all this, this the price is going up so much, but I still don't hear people using it. What it's being 
touted as, you know? It just seems to like, oh, now it's an investment tool. Yeah, but like, isn't it supposed to be a currency that people are using instead of other currencies? It's not just an investment tool. I thought that it was going to get its value because we were going to replace our currencies with it, but I don't see that happening. So I don't understand this like crazy rise in the price. I'm sure Joe has just been fucking jotting down notes to rebut everything we've been saying. Joe, are you ready? I I haven't read anything down. I think, I think, um, you, you guys raise, uh, a lot of concerns. I think a lot of people have, I think those are, I think those are good questions. And I think they're questions that, uh, smart people with money, uh, should be asking stuff that's related to risk aversion, stuff that's related to use case stuff that's related to, uh, other told you so scenarios where, uh, Bitcoin really emerges as the, the winner. Uh, I'll say this. You know, w- without getting into the weeds for people who don't really know anything about Bitcoin, there's there's a couple of things that you should pay attention to when it comes to to um, stores of value. Maybe not fiat currencies, but stores of value. And one of the things you should pay attention to is uh, the the relationship that something like Bitcoin has to another commodity like gold or another uh, currency like the U.S. dollar. And in both cases, uh, you've kind of seen now that, uh, you know, in, in gold's case specifically, uh, we'll, we'll start there. You know, in terms of a use case, Will, like are people using gold? No. But yeah. You can measure your worth in gold fairly easily. It's, it's pretty simple to do. And, uh, you know, I think that's, that's important in the, in the but is, use case. Is Bitcoin... I don't know. Is it a, is it a currency or is it a resource? You know, I, I think it's, I think it's a, a store of value. I, I don't know if there's a, a way to classify it in traditional markets, like in terms of uh, you're, you're saying a currency or a resource. I think you mean currency or commodity. I, I don't, I don't think it's either. I think it's um, I think it's a way for people to store value. I think right now it's probably close to a gold equivalent with a bit more upside and a, and a bit more downside too. I think the volatility on Bitcoin is going to be higher. Um, there's, there's something else to consider here that, uh, a lot of guys in the space are calling stock to flow it was, uh, coined in the, in the not too, excuse me, distant past by a guy named, uh, 1 trillion USD on Twitter, refuses to let his name out, but he's done some, um, and what's with all this secret and not, and on. Anonymity. It's because it's it's because well, much much like you said there, I think it's because the guys who have the highest conviction and have spent the most time on this don't want people to know who they are and how much Bitcoin they have, and so that that's kind of in line with what you said already. And and this guy's this guy one trillion USD. um, He's done a lot of guest appearances on podcasts that I listen to, and not just Bitcoin podcasts. If you go to your uh, Apple. whatever the iTunes podcast chart, you will see that in the top uh, three or four in investing, there's a, a podcast called um, We Study Billionaires by a guy named Preston Pish and another guy, Stig Broderson. They co-host it together and they interview a lot of guys who do hedge funds and different things like that for consumer uh, retail facing and also institutional investing. And they've had this guy on and Pish, uh, you know, I, I would, I would, almost say famously in the last six or seven months has really come out 
as a guy who has been very successful in traditional financial markets and is saying now that he's got no equity position. His entire net worth is in US dollars and in Bitcoin. And I don't know what the percentage is, but for a guy like that who's had a lot of success in traditional markets to decide that, hey, you know what, there's something here. I'm going to move out of the US equities, which is something we agree on, that, that equities is not maybe a good play right now with the, the recession and COVID stuff going on. Uh, for him to move out of equities and move into Bitcoin is one thing, and, and that's something to consider. The other thing I'm, I'm really not sure about with your guys' answer is the, the risk assessment and the, the quality of return that you're expecting on Bitcoin. I mean, we've talked on this show before about something like the WellSimple account, where if you turn the, the WellSimple risk all the way to 10, it's still not risky enough for what your preference would be. So I'm curious as to like what the risk profile on Bitcoin is, that it's too risky for you, even though it's probably not quite as risky as like an emerging market ETF portfolio. Like what, what is the gap there? for Yes, oh. I think that the swing on Bitcoin is fucking way crazier than any ETF. Like the Bitcoin, like we even saw in the last few days, it's up like what, like 18%? Something like something that. Like that. But like it'll also go down 18% in a week, you know? ETFs don't shift like that. Like if you want to like put large amounts of money in, it's like, I, I don't know, like you want to weather the storms like that. It just seems sketchy to like have to like weather these like 20, 30, 40% decreases. <sighs> And then hopefully like the tide turns and then you get like a fucking a month or two months or three months that it goes up like 80, 90%, you know? I think um, if you guys were to get into it, I, I would suggest probably two resources to you. One would be the, the Preston Pish stuff that he does on various podcasts about uh, stock to flow. And the way that works in comparison to gold and other kind of commodity level resources. The other thing I would say is that there's something to be said for the demographic changing. And we've talked about this before off air, maybe on the podcast too, but some of these stuff for the demographic changing from guys our age to the, the Fortnite V-Bucks crowd and the, the crowd that's like comfortable with digital currency, even if it was their parents' money until now, it'll be their money eventually. <laughs> They're going to be comfortable holding this stuff. And I think that that's something that doesn't get enough attention in the Bitcoin space, to be honest. I think there's a, uh, there's room for like better analysis on, on the effects of, you know, the 13 year old who's going to be 18 in five years with a bit of disposable income, which might be uh, UBI. He might be, you know, this kid might grow up in the area of, of universal basic yeah. income where money really has no value. It's only for consumption. You, you never really save. And uh, these kids might start looking at stuff like this in, in a serious light, more serious than, than any of us do. And I look, at it, I look at Bitcoin seriously. I have like close to 20% of my investment portfolio in Bitcoin. So it's pretty high. And I, I expect that it's going to get more significant than that. I think the number is going to go up as, as a percentage, especially as the stock market drops. If I keep putting in the same amount of money every two weeks or every four weeks into Bitcoin. I think the, the number, uh, the percentage in, in Bitcoin is going to go up, not down. Mm. And I expect that that value is going to rise. I don't think there's, uh, you know, especially in the next three, four, five, six months with equities dropping and the economy kind of, you know, losing its footing in a, in a, in a major way, something that we haven't seen probably for 30 or 40 years. Uh, I, I don't expect that. Uh, I don't expect the Bitcoin is going to be, 
at the very least, it's not going to perform worse than the equities market is. It's going to be, you know, the same. And you just said, you know, Bitcoin uh, had, had a pretty good run up a few days ago. So now since that big March drop off, Bitcoin is like plus 10%. Everything else is still, even with the, the rebound from the last two or three weeks, everything else is still down at least 10 or 15%. And, I, you know, if that doesn't sell you, uh, there's, there's other things that are more statistically and analytically driven that will, I think, get you to buy Bitcoin. Uh, it's too much for, for this question answer period, but we should think about it. We should talk about it one day. And you guys should like write down questions. We should fucking go back and forth for half an hour and talk shit about. Yeah, I fucking doubt it. <laughs> fucking doubt it. This is putting me to fucking sleep, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You think we're going to go fucking toe to toe for half an hour on Bitcoin? Get the fuck out of here, man. This is you already, you've already, you're already like 20 minutes in, so. <laughs> no, you guys are. I'm just sitting here. I have no, I have no input on this shit. It's fucking so not interesting to me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right, Joe, we'll do a solo podcast. I <laughs> it's all right. You got, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a part of that one. I don't fucking care. I'll maybe I won't even listen to it. Do, do you want to? Uh, do you want to talk about? Um, do you have notes, Mike? Do you have any additional notes besides your? Uh, suspect newspaper delivery that you received today where did you even get that paper like how did you come across that paper fucking it was just on my table just you don't know looked at it, oh, that's neat what the fuck is this yeah like what what is that like an insert into the spectator now they're desperate for advertising dollars they're just taking whatever <laughs> they can get or what something tells me that this was like a basement operation they printed a <laughs> bunch of copies threw them in the whip and then just started throwing them on doorsteps that's what i thought hard to say i have no idea well, if we have no additional comments, we're fucking done, boys. So um, yeah, sorry for the abrupt ending on the Bitcoin thing. I was just losing. No, it. man, that's I. I honestly, oh, I had a feeling it was going to go that way because it's a deep topic, and if there's only there's only really two speeds, right? There's, it's just dry, man. Yeah, there's like there's I don't really care, and I don't want to look into it. And then there's like even more than Balls I deep. know about it, right? Exactly. Yeah, like it's way, way, way. Well, you can't. I can't even like fucking drop in a fucking comment. It's just there's nothing I can. There's no angles. I can't even say anything. What can like, you say? Uh, I don't know. You know, Len. Len, uh, for what it's worth, is probably you know early forties. So he's uh, he's got a bit of risk um, facing that that whole marketplace there, that whole um, asset class, and he seems to think it's okay. I think it's okay. I'm a bit younger, obviously, but. I'll put it this way. If you want to entertain me with Bitcoin, I want to see you make a shitload of money with it and then have a conversation with me. Don't just talk about analytics of it. I want to yeah. see you do some crazy shit with it. Risk a lot. Risk a in, lot and then tell me about it. So then in, I'll entertain the conversation. So I want you fairness, I want to see you I want I mean, to see white knuckling on this investment. In fairness, uh I've been I've been buying, I should say, like for for transparency's sake, I've been buying Bitcoin every week, basically the same amount, like thirty or forty bucks a week, for close to four years, three years, something like that. So in twenty seventeen, I started buying before the big run up to twenty k, and I didn't have a, I didn't have a way to get out at that time. There was no like vehicle for exit in Canada, so you basically just had to put money in without knowing how you're going to get it out. And so I did another sketchy thing. Yeah, that's but, you know, but, you know, but shit, so, but, so but that developed shortly after, right? Probably in February of 2018, that started to kind of pick up. So I've, I've taken money out a few times and I've, I've, you know, had no problems with that. And so, so the point I'm trying to make is like, you know, during the down years where it was like 3k, I was still buying 
the same amount that I was buying when it was at a high. And it's a conviction play. And I, you know, part of my stock portfolio is in stuff like uh, blockchain analytics and and mining and stuff like that. That I think is, is oh gonna, yeah, is going to be Never big. Yeah, there's, there's stuff like um, again, I don't want to get too far in the weeds here, but stuff like energy arbitrage, like oil mining arbitrage that I think you might start seeing pretty soon because the oil demand is so low. Like what can you do with this, with the resources you have allocated to pulling, you know, black, black gold out of the ground that you can't use anymore. Well, you got to find some, something for it to do. And Bitcoin mining is a good opportunity for those uh, companies who are willing to kind of retool a bit of their operation uh, and gear it towards that. Mm. Something, something to think what? about anyway. You're talking, you're comparing mining Bitcoin to mining oil. You can actually, you that's can like actually the use, biggest expense of it, Bitcoin, right? Is yeah, the power. Yeah. You can. And so you can actually use, uh, instead of capping an oil well, uh, you can use the vented gas to mine Bitcoin. And there's a couple of places in Alberta that do that. Hot eight mining, uh, is a Canadian outfit that does ex explicitly that. And so they just run steady on oil wells. Uh, with the spare energy and just hook up miners to it and they pull in uh, you know a thousand bitcoin a quarter or something like that like some pretty big number and on basically no capital investment and it's it's just a good way to spend that resource right because otherwise not only do you have to pay for the energy that you're using but you're also taxed on the uh, emission in most civilized countries mm -hmm. right so it's a good way to spend that resource and so you're going to start seeing like energy arbitrage in that way uh for places who have that extra extra power available and, and are, are not spending it. but that's a story for another time La last chance boys comments for tonight we're on episode 28 this week 28. all i can all i can say is that oh fuck i forgot what i was gonna say i had a good fucking nice tagline Oh yeah. Okay. So if you if 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 you choose to invest in Bitcoin and you do well, great. I don't give a shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't fucking care. I hope you do. But if you if you fucking don't do well, I don't want to fucking hear it either. I don't want to hear any of it. I want you just shut up. It's either gonna go well or it isn't. Like most people like bother me with Bitcoin. Like just the people, like how they how they approach it. It's annoying. I don't want to know. Oh, I didn't there ask. people in your life now than you did two years ago? Yeah, there's a few of them. And then they're just, once they go, it's just like, you can't derail it. Like, I like I tried to derail this conversation like three fucking times. Because I'm just, I got nothing for it. Like, I, sorry, I'm just a piece of shit right now, but I'm so <laughs> done with it. Nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of people are in that boat. So It's just dry, man. It's just dry and there's nothing fucking... People it's, tough. Ruin it it's, it's tough to get a hold of. It took me like two two plus years to really understand why you know i'm still pumping money into it but now i feel pretty good about it maybe you guys will too who knows right who knows anyway um that's it so we're done episode 28 uh next week we'll be back send your questions in don't fucking forget to share the fucking show because we're getting more plays and more yeah, impressions nice. and we need to fucking get over the next hump share the fucking show yeah, we need to get like to 150 per episode. That'd be great. God damn it. Anyway, God bless you. Take care. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Sorry, Bitcoiners. I'm an asshole. <laughs>